Hello, welcome to Riding into the Unknown. My name is Christina. And my name is Monica. And we are welcoming you to our podcast, the podcast where we talk about our self-growth journey, our search for mental clarity, and where we discuss our learnings uh, as we navigate life through our 20s. And today we are going to be bringing you with uh, quite an interesting quite an interesting topic in our opinion, which is how to create healthier relationships. Those can be, you know, with your friends, your family, your significant other, just the people that you care about the most and the people that you love around you who are there to support you. And we're just gonna t- going to break down so, sort of some of the things that can help us reach that healthier level, but also things that we want to avoid and things that we want to work on. So the first thing that um, we wanted to discuss today is when it comes to helping others and helping people we care about, trying to understand when that help is needed and trying to understand when you need to um, back down a little bit. Let me explain this in a little bit more detail. So sometimes when uh, let's say a friend or you know a family member comes to us and says oh I've been struggling with a certain um, something you know Um, let's say maybe they're like Monica at university and they're really struggling with coursework and they feel a little bit stressed yeah depending on the type of person that you are your more instinctive reaction could be to offer like a solution or maybe it, it could be offering like emotional support um, and advice. And yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it depends on the type of person that you are. I think this kind of does really personality types. If you're a T or an F, so a thinking personality or an F personality, if you're a T type, you're more likely to offer solutions and see how the problem can be solved by yeah offering solutions. Whereas if you're more of an F-type, you're probably going to be there for moral support and like provide comfort rather than solutions, which is like what a lot of people need. <laughs> Definitely. What What do you think you're more like, Monica? I think I'm a mix of both, to be honest. I think, actually, I think I want to be more F, but I'm also very T. So like if someone comes at me with a problem... I think it depends on the situation, actually, because I'm a bit of both. But usually I do like to be understanding and like provide the comfort and support and just be there to listen rather than to offer solutions. Um, But sometimes if I feel very strongly about something and I'm like, I know what you should do kind of thing, which is obviously it depends on every situation. But if I feel strongly about something and I know that I can provide useful advice, then I'll try and offer like a solution. I think it just kind of depends how much I think my advice could be useful to that person. Yeah. yeah. I what would you I, yeah, I feel like I'm very similar to you. Maybe a little bit more tea, some more thinking. One hundred percent. This is quite funny because sometimes with Monica, when Monica comes to me for like when she just wants to rant, I immediately sort of jump to okay how can we solve this problem I'm a problem solver and sometimes I I forget that that all she wants is for me to just you know be there for her offer emotional support and yeah this is something that I've been working on lately and 
I do have that side I have that emotional awareness but it's just sometimes I I don't sort of like use it as much and I just try and like give solutions when what she needs is not that particularly yeah I think a lot of the time we think that we need to offer solutions to people where when we actually just want to be understood and we just want someone to talk to like we just want some company and we just want to tell our problems to someone and we just want a bit of you know emotional support and that's it like we in our heads might know what we should do sometimes I mean if we ask for advice and we're like what do you think we should do what do you think I should do in this situation what would you do kind of thing then that's perhaps when you should give a solution because they're asking for it but if someone's telling you something and they're not asking for your help and they're just telling you then you should probably just be there to like understand and listen rather than say this is what you should do yeah that's such a good point because it touches upon like unsolicited like giving out unsolicited advice which sometimes Mm -hmm. like we feel like oh we know best you know this is what you should do but the to the other person it doesn't come out as that like it just like involuntarily you're just kind of showing that you want to be like more powerful because you know what's the best thing to do in the situation and you're not really helping them so I think it's really a really important point what you mentioned about you know you should be striving to give out advice to friends family etc if they are sort of asking you for your help like oh can you help me solve this problem whereas Mm -hmm. if you're, you're that's not really what they're asking you're just um overstepping a boundary I would say yeah and also I think it depends if you're involved in that particular let's say they have an issue and if you're involved in it then yeah, for sure, you should provide solutions and communicate because it's between you two. But if it's something that you're not involved in, that you don't know anything about, or they've told you a little bit from their perspective, you can't really get super involved because you're not really part of the issue yourself. So you don't see the whole picture. Whereas if you're like involved in the issue, then for sure, like you can offer advice, communicate and kind of work through the problem together. Yeah, that's true. And I think sometimes we're doing more harm than good by trying to get super involved in in the problem and essentially like we need to be careful not to like try and help people if they don't want that help you know like understand that not everybody like needs or wants their life to be fixed like they ultimately need to grow on their own you know like let them like Mm -hmm. undergo their own journey and maybe they just need you for that emotional support yeah and I was gonna say I think a lot of the time as well a lot of people get very involved into like other people's problems that they kind of think it's their own problem and they feel like they have to fix it because you know let's say a friend's talking to a friend and then one friend goes through something and then that person like interrogates them or like tries to seek solutions for everything and they're like I really you need to do this blah blah, blah and they feel like it's their problem when it's really not and maybe that person doesn't actually want your help or maybe they do but you just need to remember like to not become so like invested or like emotionally invested I obviously depends like if you really want to help someone like for sure like help them but don't think it's like your problem and that you're in control like it's the other person that's kind of going through that and like you should just be there for them and like help them out and support them but not deal with it as if it was your own issue yeah definitely and On the other hand, if you're the other person on the other end, the one who's going through a tough time and is like, you know, confiding in a friend or something, then if your friend is giving you unsolicited advice, then 
it's so important to like set your boundaries and be like okay this is not like what I'm looking for right now just state like I feel like boundary setting is so important not just in this scenario or in this 100%. case but um it's just vital for any kind of relationship like but would it be whether it be romantic relationship like family relationship or anything yeah I think that's a really good point that we can touch on further as well setting boundaries is really really important because I think a lot of people forget about boundaries and I think that you should be able like someone should be able to respect yourself and your boundaries and like it's totally okay to establish boundaries like what is the other person going to say you know if you're not okay with I don't know um I'm trying to think of like an example in like a friendship of like a boundary I don't know like if you don't want someone to get involved in your life maybe say hey like um I don't feel comfortable talking about my um I don't know my parents like issues blah 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 I don't know Mm -hmm. to you and like I just need a bit more space like I hope you can respect that like I'm not going to open up about everything like I just need a little bit of space for myself that was just an example or like um I don't know or like in a relationship for example like you need to establish certain boundaries of like what you want to do what you don't want to do um and yeah like just in general it's really really important to establish what you want sometimes we don't know what we want and we just don't really set these boundaries and then it's harder to like set them if that makes sense yeah like let's say let's say um back to the example where you have a very close friend and you tell her everything and then you feel uncomfortable and then you just don't want to tell her like things about your family let's say um but then you, how do you go back and like have kind of put that boundary in place right um or what what was I going to say what example was I going to say yeah yeah no I think were you going to say were you going to add another example or no I'm, I'm thinking okay. about it um yeah so another important point that you mentioned the fact that sometimes we don't know what we want so we don't know when we want to implement some boundaries you know and it's important to like understand how our um, patterns or interactions with certain friends like impact our other relationships and like identifying okay yeah maybe as you say like um, for example imagine you have a friend who calls you all the time and like wants you to be available like 24 7 you may find this to be like clingy like too like much Mm -hmm. And so you identify, okay, maybe I need to set a boundary with with this friend of mine. You know, like state that I can't be for the for them every hour of the day, like I be there for them every hour of the day because I have, you know, deadlines or I have things that I need to uh, take care of. And that does not mean that you don't care about them. You just have your own priorities as well. You have your own life, and that's totally normal. Exactly. And that mm-hmm. it doesn't make you selfish. And even if you after you create this boundary your friend you you like sort of present it to your friend and your friend doesn't take it well because that can that can happen you know like not every conversation like when you state boundaries is going to go well unfortunately but that's okay because if you know deep inside that that is what is best for you in that moment and what's going to help you ultimately like even within this particular relationship and not other ones it's going to help you like deepen the bond um, and have a more healthy bond 
then they will understand eventually and hopefully that that is the best for you both and yeah just try and explain it the like as honestly as you can and then just say yeah listen I I can't be there like available every hour of the day I've got things to get done and if they care about you they should understand and so the I feel the most important part here is after you've sort of like stated what your boundary is regardless of what it is is to make sure that you maintain it so make sure that you go through with it because it can be easy um I sometimes feel like I make myself available um too often and I need to remind myself hang on you need to do stuff (laughs) um that's like good for you and like put yourself out of always being there for for like friends and stuff so basically doing things that you enjoy and like journaling meditating you know like how can you be there for others if you like don't look after yourself and if you like need help first and so I like meditation yoga like even going for walks could really help you sort of reconnect with your inner self Mm -hmm. and I also think that boundaries are a really good way to kind of show that the other person respects you whether that's you know like a boyfriend or a husband or a friend or a family member like it just shows respect because once you establish those boundaries it's like if you're trying to cross the line here like we establish these boundaries um but yeah I think and also having really clear communication uh about these boundaries is really important rather than like assuming like should I do this should I not and just trying to be understanding and trying you know um find like compromise see what works and just communicate 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 like communication is key like it is the biggest most important thing in the world communication if you have no communication like bye bye everything so yeah just I think they all go hand in hand um to be honest to create like a healthy foundation for any relationship and friendship um because sometimes we just assume or we we just assume something or we overthink or we think that person did something to us but we don't actually know and we just yeah we just have so many assumptions in our head and we're like trying to fit the pieces in the puzzle but we don't talk to that person so we have no idea what's going on in their mind whereas um if you openly talk openly discuss things it's so much easier and it removes a lot of the doubt it removes a lot of the overthinking and it's just so much better and it makes you worry less and yeah it's definitely just really important yeah sometimes it's difficult to basically when you overthink it's difficult to sort of bring yourself to like have a a conversation with someone you care about about like for, for instance like setting boundaries for example and um, you you sort of have it all in your head. And when you actually have the conversation, it's not all that bad. You know, it's just the anticipation and towards having that conversation. And then you realize that after having had it, you, most cases, um, you feel that that's helped you like clarify some of, some of the doubts because making assumptions is actually like quite dangerous because it's the worst. <laughs> yeah, there can be so I... many sort of, very variations of like what could be what's actually happening you know and when you actually just ask then you just narrow it down and it's 
much. Yeah, and I think if both people are mature, like I think it's really hard to, um, as you said, like sometimes establishing boundaries can be a, a little bit hard and difficult because you don't know how the other person is going to react. But I think just generally being patient and understanding, like those are really, really important. And also, what was I going to say? Yeah, just being patient, understanding and genuinely mature and like giving the person time and space to just talk to you and like not forcing anything, just like letting them speak, letting them say like how they feel, letting them express themselves and you being understanding and saying, okay, I understand, like I get you, I get where you're coming from and not being judgmental. Um, And I think that's really important. Like I think when you communicate, instead of it being like you say something and then the other person is like, why are you saying this and like they kind of like you feel attacked or you feel like judged then it's a lot more difficult for you to open Mm -hmm. up next time whereas if to begin with you're being really understanding that the other person feels really comfortable and then the communication improves because you already feel really comfortable and you see that the other person's being really understanding with you um so yeah like just generally being honest and being yourself is the best thing that you can do in a relationship and a friendship and if you're too scared to be yourself and if you're too scared to be honest with someone else, then perhaps it's not the best friendship relationship because, you know, you, you can't be yourself like you have a barrier there. Yeah. And and maybe yeah. that's also to do with some inner work that you may want to do within yourself to, do. Um, to just feel like confident enough to share your true self with people who you're closest to. Um, yeah. And like. I was going to just quickly add, like, if someone, like, is not going to want to be with you or accept you just because you're being yourself, then, I mean, it's so Yeah, nice, you don't I need guess. that person in your yeah. life. I mean, it's, it's we're simplifying, obviously, it depends, but... Uh, we're simplifying, everything's yeah, really different, but, case. yeah. Yeah, another thing that came to mind is the fact that um, we're men- talking about, like, asking for help or, like, offering help. And I feel like sometimes when people are going through very difficult times and if you're like feeling in a very dark place, like it's so important to actually like ask your closest, the people who are closest to you for help. Um, And yeah, just confide in them and everything will be much better. Like, especially now that we are Mm -hmm. all sort of spending more time indoors, um, like we are in lockdown in England at the moment and uh, like in Scotland yes. Here as well. <laughs> it's very yeah. similar um yeah it's it's harder than ever to meet people face to face and so just having these conversations like through zoom like facetime etc are so important to like check up on on people who you care about and or, um mm-hmm. and also if you feel that you are in a very dark place and just not feeling great then don't be afraid to like seek professional help too because there's no shame in that like that is definitely going to help you and it may even like help you with your relationships and sometimes I feel also if you're um, feeling very negative like you're feeling yeah you have like dark thoughts sometimes it's quite um, a strain on your closest friendships. Like you want your friends to be there for you, but like you don't want to sort of drown them in, in like negativity either. Cause that's not uh, like fair on them either. So yeah, seeking that professional help could be um, an option. Yeah. 
yeah I was going to say as well like it doesn't have to be of course talk to your close friends if you're really close but I think sometimes even talking to a stranger like some people that maybe they watch um some people online like on YouTube or they follow some people on Instagram or something that they think that they can provide some sort of help like maybe like message them or something like that I mean who knows if they're gonna reply or not but I'm just saying like sometimes talking to a randomer um I'm not trying to encourage talking to random people on the street but sometimes because there's no judgment because they don't know you there's no identity there's they're not going to judge you and they're just going to look at your situation from a really like it's just maybe different advice and completely different than like a close friend um so I mean yeah I don't know if that's good I get advice, I get what but... you're saying I feel like from what I'm getting from what you say is that you it's someone who looks at your particular problem or case as an isolated thing so they're not judging it from like your past self like whatever you've done in the past or like anything else is just like no judgment um that sort of um scenario yeah like for example on like online um, and like forums or something like that if you're talking to random people or seeking advice they can probably give you personal experience from like what they've learned rather than saying like oh this is what happened in your past blah 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 and yeah sometimes it can be useful but it, I guess it just depends on the situation sometimes it's not useful but, maybe worth a try yeah. but yeah don't don't rely on it maybe worth a try yeah, but completely but I'm just saying like for sure just like seek help like don't wallow in like your own sadness and just you know like try and do something and try and seek help like as Christina said like if you need to seek professional help then 100% do it because there's just no point in like dealing with something completely alone like it can be really hard especially if it's like something that's really really difficult um yeah another thing as well sorry and you're gonna say something yeah um is the idea of uh like having a a victim mentality which I wanted to discuss on today's episode um I've I've actually like looked at it a little bit and uh, I wrote like three sort of statements that um would be like what someone with a victim mentality would would say um so I'm going to read them out basically um bad things will happen and will keep happening other people and circumstances are to blame and trying to create a change will fail so there's no point in trying so by hearing these three statements we kind of get a gist of someone who has a victim mentality and like how they basically like shift blame on other people and like don't really like take responsibility for what's happening and they feel power powerless and doesn't like look for solutions to solve the problems basically and I feel that um, if you're feeling that you are in a bad place, obviously, like depending on on how bad it is, it's difficult to get out of there. But it's important to recognize like, oh, am I having a victim mentality? Can I change the way that I think to improve my current situation? And um, yeah, um, I think it's very important to recognize this and, yeah. and act on it if, if you know that you have this. Yeah. I agree. I think it's a lot, oftentimes, it's really easy to blame other people for our own misfortunes or the things that we might be going through. 
And it's just so easy to point fingers and say, oh, but this person did this to me or like, you know, body, body, blah. Um, and I mean, yeah, sometimes people do things to us and sometimes, you know, it happens, but it's just like, it's so easy to adopt like a victim mentality um, and then not take responsibility for our own actions and feel like it's you know other people's faults and and then we don't improve and we don't get anywhere because we're constantly blaming other people and I'm not trying to say I'm not trying to like what's the word um kind of not say that some issues are not do you mean do you mean that some issues are like not worth like complaining about or some issues are not like worth no like I understand that some issues are like I'm trying to think for example um if someone mm-hmm. loses a job okay so for example now during the uh, the coronavirus pand- pandemic if someone loses their job then they'll be like oh the government did this to me or blah 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 or like the company blah 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 this is this um and Yes, you could say like they had a role to play in it, but my point was that eventually it will come a time where you cannot continue to just blame it on the government or the company or blah 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 because that's not really fixing. Like you're not really moving forward. Like you can you can blame them when it happens and and everything, but like when when it comes to actually moving forward, if you're going to constantly complain about it, you're not really actually dealing you're not helping yourself do you know what I mean you're not helping yourself and for example if a friend betrays us we'll say oh that was a problem like um I'm so disappointed blah 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 and yes they could have done something very very hurtful or they could have done something very very bad to you um but you cannot keep continuing to be the victim and say they did this to me therefore this is why I'm depressed this is why I'm doing this this is why I'm doing this because of that person and at the end of the day like I mean I, it's easy for me to say from this perspective I know what you know some situations are really really difficult um, and I don't want to take away from that but my whole point is just sometimes we need to take responsibility for our actions and not just resort to this victim mentality that's so easy to just be like oh someone else's fault not mine you know um but also not not being like this is like and but also not the opposite and blaming yourself for every single thing that you do either not saying like oh this is my fault like I'm such a bad person like why did I do this like it was completely my fault um yeah I get I get what you mean um I think it's key here the point you're making about striking a balance so obviously in the example that you put um where someone loses their job it's natural and like people have the right to complain to be upset to worry about losing Mm -hmm. their job you know um because this is disrupting their life majorly and perhaps the life of their families and everything so yeah like it's yeah 100 percent. like 100 percent. like I don't want anyone to think like oh she's so insensitive no but 100 percent. like if someone loses their job like they have yeah so um yeah so sorry were you gonna say something yeah um so what I'm saying is that it's that differentiation between 
acknowledging that yeah something bad has happened but it's like after sort of that period of grief like how you react is basically the determining factor of whether you're having this men- uh, victim mentality or whether you're like being resilient getting up and like solving the problem because as you said maybe it's the government's fault um maybe it's like an external factor that's impacted you in that way but ultimately it's up to you to sort of get back up and we mentioned something along these lines when we recorded um an episode a few weeks back when we discussed um just like how to deal with uncertainty and isolation um during the the pandemic so i think that yeah um it's very important how you basically like get out of that um sort of like if like try not to spiral down basically like try your best um and obviously this takes a lot of inner work because it's very easy to just feel powerless and sometimes like the solution takes so much work and it's the easiest thing is to resort to just complaining um because it's easy but you know life is hard <laughs> so we I, I i side with you yeah, monica really like hard. we're not trying to sign insensitive i know that in these examples that we're giving out they're like quite extreme examples that um you know people have the right to like be really like worried about and like upset about like it's it's natural but um but it's just really how you deal with with those problems and um yeah um i think if you if you are friends with someone who is going through this or like is feeling like a victim basically i think it's very important to sort of well be there to support them like encourage them and support them and if they need help and they ask for it like be there to give it but again don't like force it down on them kind of thing and if you feel that they're being overly sort of um like it's impacting your mental health as well like it's important to set boundaries and that doesn't make you selfish it's just your looking out for yourself too and understand as well like the root cause like if they're going through something very um up, like unsettling like just understand where it come, comes from mm-hmm. yeah and also understand that sometimes we cannot help like there is only so much help that we can provide because we're not you know most of us aren't psychologists or therapists and we're not trained to provide like like sometimes there could be an issue that is so difficult to actually help with that we're not the best people to actually help with the issue no matter how close we are to that person and as much as we want to help them sometimes we cannot help people like is that the right word yeah like sometimes like we can help them but we can't really change them like we can't change how they feel and that's something important to note like if someone is feeling really depressed you can help them and you can provide, you know, support and understanding. But you also have to understand that you can lose just so much and they're the ones that have to take control and power over their lives and actually, like, see how they can improve um, their situation. But, of course, like, or they could have some, um, let's say, 
like mental health sort of problems as well that you perhaps cannot help them with and that is okay like I, I think as friends we shouldn't put ourselves down and say oh I wish I could do more like I really want this person to feel better like I really want to change them but there's only so much as well that you can do and I think that as long as you're there for them um, when they need you is the most important and maybe help them like find other external um, advice uh, like yeah external help like psychologists or therapists or yeah that's that's yeah. a fair point I feel like mm-hmm. um especially I think Monica and I's personality type <laughs> going back to personalities are very much um wanting to help others you know be there for friends or family or mm-hmm. significant other whatever um Soft yeah so issues. like that's sort of like what we like doing but we need to understand that we're not there to solve other people's problems. That's not our job. You know, that's not where we're here. And sometimes we get too involved to try and help people that we become um, too, like we sometimes instead of guiding them and supporting them, we step over a certain line, a boundary, and we get too involved. And so that's detrimental for both the person we're trying to help and ourselves. And it's very important to recognize where to draw the line and where to say, okay, listen, this is um, like what, like you encourage them basically to like get some, like act a certain way or like do a certain thing, but don't force it upon them. Don't basically walk the walk for them. It's their journey. It's for them to, to get there in the end. Yeah. And I think also oftentimes we feel like we failed them or something like that. Like we feel like we've not been a good friend because they're still upset or they're still sad. And honestly, let them be like, it's okay to feel emotion. Like if they're sad, that is fine. Like they don't have to be, you know, you don't have to make them feel happy all the time. Like they might be going through something. And as long as you're there and understanding and are listening to them, I think that is amazing. And maybe you can offer some advice, but don't expect them to just you know like don't think that you're gonna you're some superhero and you're gonna solve all their problems because sometimes it's really hard and we become really frustrated because we want to change people and want to help them but at the end of the day we just have to accept that people can only change themselves and we can only do so much we can definitely influence people and we can definitely help them and I think that if people listen I am they will you know like they can change themselves but eventually like it's their responsibility at the end of the day. Like it's it's them and them only that can make a change. Um, but I, I know that it's hard because like, you know, some people have, as I said earlier, like mental health issues and it's not hard to, it's not easy to just overcome on your own. And um, also it's important to yeah. recognize our definition of help because I feel that us as perfectionist, perfectionists, we often strive for a degree of we basically expect people to do things a certain way that we think are the right way and that's not necessarily what that person's goals are you know and like as I said earlier um, it's also important to know that you know not everybody needs their life fixed um, by us you know and they're on their own path 
And mm -hmm. I think this ties in with our people pleasing as well that I wanted to discuss today. Um, so people pleasing, um, I don't know if you're listening are uh, at home or wherever you happen to be, um, and is something you relate to, but I feel that Monica and I relate to it quite a lot. And it's essentially when we mold ourselves to like fit other people's expectations. And I feel that this particular behavior is like, like first, like when you see it, it's like, yeah, you're trying to make everybody happy. Like that's what I just said, like you want to help others. You want to make others feel comfortable. But at the end of the day, it's just bad for their relationship. It's not um, contributing to creating this healthy relationship. It's essentially doing the opposite. You're just lying to yourself because you're not staying true to your values and you're lying to others. You're lying to your friends, your family, etc. Because you're not being true. Um, you're not telling them how you really feel. So examples of people pleasing would be, uh, imagine, yeah. Can I... Can I just add? Yeah, I think oftentimes we see people pleasers as, oh, they're so nice, you know, people pleasing, etc. But actually, you're only really lying to people because, you know, you're, let's say you're maybe not wanting confrontation. But if you're not wanting confrontation, you're not being honest. You are just trying to please the other person. And actually, that friendship relationship isn't going to blossom. It's not going to get better because you're having this constant barrier that you don't want to confront someone when you have an issue and you just want to you know people please and you want it to go their way and it's not yeah definitely like that. another an example I was gonna put was imagine so, a friend of yours asks you to go to a party or you know and you that particular day you don't feel like going to this party um but you say no nah, yeah let's go yeah I'm up for it but you'd rather be doing something else and you're just you know thinking that by saying yes I will make your friend happier but maybe your friend doesn't particularly mind if you say no, like they will still be your friend. They will still support you. Mm -hmm. They just want to be agreeable. You want to go along with the flow, not cause problems. And that doesn't help you because eventually you're just going to be bottling up feelings of like, and like you're being, you're not content basically because you're going against your wishes. And then you're just like, feeling resentment towards that person because you're doing stuff that you don't want to be doing and essentially it's not their fault but then you just feel that yeah this this relationship isn't really like as you said like blossoming and um um getting getting better yeah and I think we have to put ourselves first and I think we have to establish like we have to have enough respect for ourselves and I think that if we're always putting other people first and we're people pleasing then eventually our self-worth kind of like it has a toll on our self-worth I think because we're constantly doing things for other people um, or the things that other people want them to go if that makes sense and then we're like what is my self-worth like do I even value myself like I never do things that I want to do because I'm constantly pleasing other people Um, so I think it's important obviously to be really nice and um and everything like this but yeah people pleasing it's exactly not, so it's not good the, it's important to not confuse being kind and being like nice to people with you know A people nice pleasing because that's not helping mm -hmm. anyone because you're not being truthful and that reminds me of like a personal example like basically um 
I mean, I'm a people pleaser to this day, but <laughs> when I was in high school, I, I hated high school or secondary school. And I remember I would um, not say much. I was re- a really shy kid. And when I got home, basically, I'd have all these bottled up feelings because I couldn't express really how I felt um, with my classmates, with my teachers, etc. And so I would just explode like with my family. And that was definitely like a really toxic environment that I was creating, you know, and like I was fortunate enough that my family stuck by me, obviously. But um, but that's not what you want to how you want to treat people who care most about you you know and I I thinking about thinking back about that experience like I don't want to be I wouldn't want to be around 13 year old Christina um but I've I've learned from from then you know and really like your support network like my family really helped me through it which I'm really grateful for but Mm -hmm. it's important to recognize that what really helped me was being more comfortable in my own skin being more comfortable speaking up speaking out um standing up for myself and not just suppressing um all these feelings and just feeling powerless basically because it has to come out uh, somehow yeah, and, and I we think... can just have like even mm-hmm. m- more negative consequences and people who care you care most about yeah and I think also it comes from a fear of which we can talk in maybe in another episode but from a fear of confrontation which um this could be to due to different personal experiences maybe traumas or something I mean not traumas but some people are really scared of confrontation and I think sometimes confrontation is actually healthy like confrontation doesn't necessarily mean you know that there's two people screaming at each other and arguing and stuff like that like it can just mean you know you have opposing opposing views on something and you just need a little bit of confrontation and you don't agree and that is completely fine like people pleasing just harms you so much in the end because you're not doing what you want to do but you're doing what the other person wants you to do um and yeah I think it's just important to like know yourself and sit with yourself and say and ask yourself is this what I want to do or am I just doing this for other people and it's a it's a slow process like one day you're not going to be you know go from complete people pleaser to complete non people pleaser but it's just a process and try and be yourself and be honest with other people like step one step at a time and just do little like it's little steps um but I think from my experience I've definitely improved a lot and I feel so much more happy with myself and comfortable and confident with myself because I mean, you could still say I'm a people pleaser, but I've definitely come a long way. Like I was really bad and it was having a toll on my self-worth and like how I perceived myself because I was constantly doing things for the sake of like other people liking me and and the perception of others of me rather than just me being me. And if people accept me for me, that's fine. If they don't accept me for me, that's totally okay as well. Um, Yeah, and I think it just... People pleasing also comes from a place of like wanting to be accepted by everyone else and like wanting to be liked. But in life, like you're going to have people that don't like you and accepting that is completely fine. Yeah, I think because what really helps with, you know, getting better at being less of a people pleaser, essentially, like basically people pleasing is a spectrum. You know, we, Monica and I are both sort of getting further and further away from the extreme, but we're still getting there um getting out of there let's say but um 
I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> um, what did I just say just now? <laughs> so. Yeah, we're getting out of our people pleasing tendencies. And uh, we're getting so annoying. I had, I had a, a thought in my head. But um, <laughs> yeah, essentially, it's just about. Oh, yeah, I remember now. Sorry. Um, so about getting to really know and understand your identity, because once you have a strong sense of self, a strong idea of who you want to be, then it's easier for you to show your true colors, to show to the world like this is who I am and I'm happy the way that I am. And so you you sort of hide, uh, hide it less, basically. You're not trying to mold into what other people want you to be and um yeah what what they think you should be you know yeah and I think this makes you you know you have this integrity and it makes you a better person and I think it creates better relationships and better friendships because you are you know being honest and honesty is really really important like you could have a friendship and then you're you know being fake you're trying to people please but that that relationship at the end like it's just not going to grow and it's not going to improve because you're constantly not being yourself. So um, I think relating back to the whole friendship and relationship and all that kind of stuff, um, the less people pleaser you are, the better your relationships will be at the end of the yeah. day. So I think that yeah. really wraps it up um, really well, just how important it is to to be yourself, really, and to show your true self to, to people you care about. Yeah. Um, I really... I really want to have another episode talking in more depth about relationships and friendships and all that kind of stuff. Um, Cause I think we did touch on it a lot today, but I still think there's exactly. a lot more to talk about. So yeah, definitely such a, fun. such a broad, broad topic, but just to, to sort of um, summarize what we talked about today, we talked about um, like helping each other like people who we care about but also remembering not to overstep boundaries so we talked about boundaries and the importance in in maintaining those boundaries if we want a healthy relationship and we also talked about victim mentality and just trying to get out of uh dark places asking for help even if it's professional help sometimes and lastly just now we talked about people pleasing and the importance of just be true um to who we are so um i hope that you enjoyed listening to today's podcast episode we're super happy that you are on this journey with us and we can't wait to bring you more episodes of the, co- the coming weeks thank you so much for listening Thank you so much.